I can't do it. We'll do it live. Okay. We'll do it live. Fuck it. Do it live. I can go right in and we'll do it live. Fucking thing That's tomorrow, and that is it for us today. I'm Bill O'Reilly. Thanks again for watching. We'll leave you with Sting and a cut off his new album. Take it away. Yes, sir. Welcome back to the Universal Wrestling Podcast. Uh, long time coming, brother. We haven't been on for a while. Cheers to you, man. How you doing, buddy? Oh, you know it, dude. For real, for real. Sorry if I sound a little gross. I'm a little, little under yeah. the weather, a little sickness yeah, going through. But you're good. As, uh, Billy Shake said the show's got to go on. It has been way too long since we streamed. Yeah, we were We've getting done this all together. Uploads, yeah. Yeah, when we're getting this all together, my wife was like, when was the last time you guys did this? I'm like, oh, it's oof. Yeah, it's been a while. Ah, it's, it's been a while. Couldn't even remember. Exactly. Well, you know what, Keith? For the first time ever, we are live on Instagram as on well as IG. obvious uh, YouTube and Facebook. So check us out there. Instagram, you can see it right down there. The Instagram handle, UW Podcast. But we're here for one reason only, the end of the year UW Pod Awards. We did it last year. It was a lot of fun. Sure uh, maybe at the end we'll look back at uh, 2022 and 2023. I know I said Dom was, you know, my miss most disappointed, and yeah. I think he's in one of uh, you have him as a, a nominee, I, a I winner. Do. You nominated him this year for a pretty big award, so we'll get to that. Yeah. But overall, just 2023, it's been an odd year. I mean, you could go from. Uh, TKO and Endeavor with uh, Vince stepping down, Tony Khan, yep. and I mean CM Punk, AEW. There's just a lot, a lot of big moments in 2023, and that's what we're going to do, Keith. We're going to just discuss, uh, what is it, comeback player of the year, not player, comeback of the year, comeback. moment of the year, yep. non-wrestler. Yep, non let's hear it. All of it. Yeah, man, we got, yeah. A, we got a bunch coming up here. It's been, it's crazy. Like, I didn't. I like wasn't grasping like how much stuff happened this year. Yeah. Like until we were like getting this all together. I'm like, we had our categories and I'm like, all right, like how to go through to like refresh my mind on some stuff. Cause we were talking about some other different kinds of categories yeah. and stuff. And like, we were, we were spoiler alert. We're not going to, but like one of them was going to be like, you know, pay-per-view PLE of the year. And like, I had to go back and like, look at a bunch of them. Cause I was like yeah. backlash this year in Puerto Rico. Or was that last year? Yeah. And, like all this stuff. And like, well, that's yep. You yeah. Know, and you that's how, like how quick a year goes and like yeah it's wild man and that's how i felt with uh cody rhodes too i'm like did he return right this year yeah, and it was no, it was wrestlemania just, no that was last year this year he didn't finish the story that was right. last year 2022 oh yeah, I 2022 thought... is when he came back and fought seth 2023 I was in the hospital with the baby boy, but that was oh, when shit. he he didn't finish. I'm his glad story that, that I didn't pick to. Cody for comeback. <laughs> Not that it technically <laughs> is a comeback, but I guess it yeah, is. Yeah, no, he still had a comeback because he yeah. got he got hurt. Yeah. Oh yes, yes, yes. That was Hell in the Cell. Was that this year? No, that was also last, last year. year. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, I did not nominate time, him. man. Time yeah. is a weird fucking thing. Yep. 
Well, let's get to it. Let's get to the yeah. first award of the night. Here we go, buddy. Yeah, let's do it. Yes, sir. Well, you see it on the Starting screen. I will let you go first, Keith. Most improved wrestler of the year, and I did hint at it earlier in the uh, stream. I just was not with the Dom storyline. I just didn't think he had it in the ring. Technically, he still doesn't have it in the ring, but that's another day, another time. Let's hear it, brother. What do you got? No, so, I mean, like I was kind of saying before, in, in preparation for this, I actually went back. And I rewatched our stream of our UW Pod Awards from last year, um, mostly to refresh my mind on something later on. But um, yeah, I totally I, I didn't forget, but like it slipped my mind that yeah, you were last year. Dom was your was your worst of the year. Yeah, I was like, wow, that's like the true sign of like what a difference a year makes. Because I like I again listening to it, like I was with you. I was just kind of like, yeah, like maybe he'll yeah. get there, but he's he's totally not there. It's not a thing yet, whatever. Yeah, and like boom. Here we are a year later, and I absolutely – his ring stuff could still get yeah, better. But I then, think yeah. I think that's a thing with him, though, that's always going to be that way because no matter what, everyone is always going to be like, well, he's he's Ray's son. Like, he's, exactly. he's not moving like Ray. He's also, like, twice the size of Ray yeah. at, like, a quarter of his age right now. So, like, it's just he's a bigger guy. He's not going to – he's never going to yeah. be Ray. If you can accept that he's not going to be Ray, he's really not that bad in the ring. He's definitely gotten better than he was. And I mean, in terms of character work, we're there. I mean, last year we were talking oh about him. God. He was like, he was kind of like fresh into his turn last year where we're just kind of like, I don't really know what's happening here. Like, it's not doing it for me. Maybe the Judgment Day will help him. Maybe it won't. The Judgment Day absolutely has helped. Oh God, uh, yeah. The, you know, what was it? Um, Was it Mania this year or was it Backlash? Where he he showed up in the police tr- in the police van. Oh, that was me. Yeah, like dude, just amazing. Yeah. You know, he yeah. still had his he still had some some bad moments coming out of the rumble, rip, trying to rip Ray's mask yeah. the whole way down, yeah. which didn't happen. But you know, he's he's just come. I'm not saying that he has become the best wrestler in the world. No, but from where he was this time last year, he has come leaps and bounds. Oh, and it's, it's awesome. I feel like he's only going to get better. He's just got to keep working. Yeah, no, no doubt about it. And it's 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 cool to do things like this, the end of the year awards. I know a lot of yeah. podcasters are doing it, but just to reflect and go back and say, holy shit, I know one year. I mean, it's just incredible. And you you make a lot of good points too, just with being, you know, just having the business in your blood, you know, yeah. that's tough enough. Oh yeah, and, and what he's doing on his own, yes, he's he has help from the Judgment Day and Finn Balor, but without them, I mean, he's still clicking on all cylinders i mean he's he is it's special it 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 really is you only get the charlotte flares you only get the the doms i'm going to put him in that category just because it's a once in a lifetime randy yes cody yes maybe even ted dibiase jr to an extent but um yeah most improved uh absolutely absolutely 110 percent the crazy thing is it's like again like all those guys you mentioned your cody's your randy's you know DiBiase Juniors, yeah. Charlotte Flair, all those guys. Oh, what's up, bud? Justin, all day. So happy to see him. Um, yeah, like all those, all those other second, third generation guys, they're constantly getting compared to their like to their parents. But like, it's 
it's like different. You know what I mean? Like Cody, it is. No one's really holding Cody to the same thing that like they held Dusty to because it was a completely different time. Same thing with Randy and Cowboy Bob. Like, oh yeah, it's not the same. You no. know, like Cowboy Bob was ending matches with superplexes. Superplexes are like mid match things now. Exactly. Dusty had the bionic elbow. You know, <laughs> he had an yeah. elbow. Other than like Kyrie saying, like no one gets pinned off an elbow yeah. anything anymore. Really, you know. So like it was just a different world. Ray. It's still kind of in the newer sense and kind of mo- like innovated all of the everything that's so common now that it's just like, yeah. it's just, it's going to be, it's constantly going to be an uphill battle for him. But I think he fought that battle real well this year and he's going to keep. Oh, fighting. absolutely. But I want to yeah. get to yours because I didn't even consider her and I love it. I love yeah. it. Love it, it. it. It might be a stretch, not but at all. just the, 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 the storyline was, you know, not my favorite. But going one-on-one with Becky Lynch, not once but twice, really um, showed me the different side of Tiffany Stratton. And, you know, she has a good look. She has all that. She's okay on the mic. But, you know, when it comes to that, you you, you might compare her to a Mandy Rose. And maybe she has the same, um, you know, the same background. But it's, it's something special when you can see someone like that put up and uh, that's what she did this year for me. I think she's the most proof just because, A, where she was from the beginning, it's like, okay, she has the good looks, you know, she she can sell that. And, you know, that that can get you pretty far. Mandy Rose did for pretty sure. well. Uh, she reinvented herself back down in NXT. But I, uh, on the main roster, she was, you know, still learning. And I think that's yeah. where uh, Tiffany was in the beginning of the year. And it's just, it's it's really cool to see. I know she's injured, right? Justin, please help us if she's not injured. Um, but I haven't seen her recently. Maybe, I, I don't know. I, I don't watch any. She, she might've gotten injured at, uh, at deadline. Okay. So that she, she was in the iron survivor. She was in the women's iron survivor. Okay. Okay. Is the better yeah. of the two iron survivor matches in my opinion. Yeah. Um, well, I just, yeah. Then yeah. I, I, I know I'm, yeah. I'm keep, uh, I keep beating, you know, the looks, but that's a lot of, you know, let's be honest here. That's probably what got her to the game. But to take that a next step further and just go one-on-one with Becky and actually look really good and sell it and sell it not in the ring only, but on the mic, a year yeah. is fast. I mean, we just talked about that, right? right. Oh, my God, a year <laughs> ago? Like, uh, that went so quick. You got a kid. I got a kid. Things yeah. happen. It's it may seem fast, but a year is a year. That's that's yeah. a long time in a business like this. And she put up, brother. What do you got? Let's hear it. No, she totally did. That's what I was saying. I I love that. I, yes. I I have, I love you, Justin. Thank I have you. someone else that I'll uh, that I'll, I'll I'll bring up here as like my he he was another option for me. I was thinking about, but um, I hadn't even thought of Tiffany. But like, it's perfect. It's it's a perfect pick because it's you think about like when she came in, like in the beginning of the two era and all that, and like. Her character wasn't really fleshed out. It was just kind of like, I'm daddy's rich girl. That was it. That was like literally her character. Her first feud was with Wendy Chu because Wendy Chu stole her credit card. Like, yeah. Ugh, and you know what? They you know? And like, probably probably didn't have an, uh, anything for her either, too. That's, you know, they just, they, it was, I think, some, but then she's, 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 she's got it. She figured it out this yeah. year and made it like she is still that rich whatever but she's like doing it more of a like she can back not like i'm rich daddy's like whatever like it's more just like i'm literally better than everybody she's almost Don't not to the it. same ex- the same extreme it. not to the same extremes because she can't be but she's almost <laughs> she's arguably kind of like a female version of an mjf of yeah. like 
you know, I'm better than you. I know that I'm better than you. Literally everybody knows that I'm better than yeah. you. You should be blessed by the fact that I'm breathing the same air that you're in right now. Yeah. Yeah. And she crushes it. It's, yeah. I, it's a great pick. A yeah. great pick. I'm I'm very happy to see that. Like I said, I don't know who you were gonna pick. Yeah. But I, I hadn't even thought of her. The only the other the only other person I had in consideration um is uh I had I had Trick Willie. Um, oh, I forgot. Just because I felt like it was yeah. again, it was another one. I never thought he was bad to begin with. Um, but I feel like he really they gave him more this year. And yeah. everything they gave him, he took and he did it. And he yeah. did what he needed to. He had great he had a great couple of matches with Dragonhoff. He you know, the women's Iron Survivor was better, but he did he did really well in the men's Iron Survivor just like last week or two weeks ago, whenever that was. Uh you know, they just yeah. They did it. Like they, he did it. He did. He did the thing, and he's he's where he is now. And now we're yeah. looking at him. He's challenging Dragon off for the title on New yeah. Year's New Year's Evil. Look at New, it, New, Year's, New Evil. Year's Evil. Sounds about right. And like, yeah. I he he could do it. Like I could yeah. see him doing it. So they can call Dragon off up if they want to. Like, yeah. Who knows? Yeah. He yeah, was that, my other. He was my other one I had in mind. But that helped too, Justin. When they paired with uh, absolutely, that was a that's a match made in heaven. Yeah, if slash when Tiffy gets to the main roster, Tiffy, that should happen again. Yeah. When she gets to the Tiffy top, baby. Yeah, Dylan, what's good, buddy? What's Thank good, you. Brother? Two sharp dressed men Oof. talking wrestling. Keith, let's get to the next one. Here we go, buddy. Let's do it. non-wrestler of the year i was also going to go with a commentator i was going to go with michael cole just because Good call. each and every ple he just is just phenomenal i mean okay. every time you hear something from a, a ple you got michael cole in the background and uh you know i'm not going to go too farther too far into that i want to hear what you got because Vic is really interesting i mean you got to respect him because he was on monday night raw and i guess vince or whoever did not like him so they brought in who uh the guy from uh mlb network he didn't do so well then they brought in some yeah. jimmy smith guy from uh ufc yeah he didn't then do Ad, so Adnan, well. Adnan, Adnan Virk, that's Adnan it yep Virk. yep so yeah. he's he's been through it man and oh, I, I like him better than jimmy smith and adnan or adnan Virk, whatever his name is so let's hear it man because he's got a tough job not only in nxt but with booker t and that's tough let's hear it you're, you're you just you just took you took it right there that's the whole <laughs> literally my whole reason for picking him so my other one you know just so i'm not gonna get into it later because my other option i had is your pick we're gonna talk about nice. a little bit but i was kind of like you know that's i Again, we were we were talking about these kind of things. I didn't want us both picking the same of everybody for no, everything. No. So I was like, I'm gonna I'm gonna leave I'm gonna leave him because yeah, that's probably who's gonna be picked, and that's fine. And that's that's fine. I took Vic because Vic has arguably literally every single thing Vic commentates. Yeah, he might as well just be doing it on his own. Yeah, because Booker T, I, I know you're not you don't watch NXT regularly, and that's fine. I do. I do yeah. love I do love watching NXT. Um, and it's, uh, oh my God. it's tough. Any, anybody, anybody who's watching this, who watches NXT knows what I'm talking about. When like Booker T adds nothing, absolutely nothing to commentary. He's like John Madden used to be, but like worse yeah. because he doesn't even know the players' names. Madden at least would say like nonsense, like obvious things, but he would know like the players' names. Yeah. Booker is just like... 85% of a show with Booker on it is just, oh, yeah. 
or oh, biscotti, no water, just meat. Like, and these are great lines, but yeah, you know, Jr. didn't just sit there the whole time and his prime just going slobber rocker, slobber rocker, slobber rocker. Yeah. Like, you got to fill stuff in in between and be knowledgeable in your job. And I, I'm not trying to like rag on Booker as like a performer and everything. He's King no. Booker. He's great. Five time, five time, five time. Five, yeah. You know. But as a commentator, he doesn't have it. He never did. Yeah. Even in the earlier times when he was on the main roster with Cole and everything, he didn't have it. Yeah. He never has. He's not going to. That's okay. He's great in so many other places. So I took Vic because, like I said, Vic is just literally pulling double duty every time. Yeah, it's tough. And there are – he's a lot better with it on some episodes than others. There's some where you can tell Vic is just like, God damn it, Yeah, man. what the hell? Like, Booker, yeah. just shut up. <laughs> like, please don't talk or listen to what I'm telling you as a man. Because there's times when Booker just outright ignores the things Vic's saying. Yeah. And Vic still just has to try to keep it going and keep it cohesive. And he he does. He does a really good job at it. So that's – Yeah. It's or, it's, you know it's what I – for me. What I hear sometimes, too, I think it was on uh, Deadline – Booker T calls it out before it happens. So like it doesn't let the audience like watch it and understand it on their own. He says it before it happens. Oh. That's like a big no, no. I heard, I think Cole talking about that on McAfee's somewhere, somehow, maybe it was Graves, but yeah. just, maybe it was JBL. I forget. Or maybe it was Jimmy Smith when we interviewed him, but right. um, yeah, you just can't do that. You got to let, you know, if there there's was, a big return, you don't say CM Punk is here. You know, you exactly. let him return. Deadline's a great one because there was a point in Deadline. It's the it was the first the match opener, not the pre-show, but um, yeah. Dirty Diamond Dragon Lee for the the North American title, where uh, he Booker just keeps talking like Ray is not sitting at the desk there. Oh, that's Ray was there to watch it, and yeah. Booker just keeps talking. He's just like, oh, we'll see Ray Mysterio. Used to da da da, and there's multiple times where Vic's just like, Book, you know he's sitting here, right? Yep. Like, you know he's right here, and Booker T just it's like literally just whoop. In yeah. one, out the other, just couldn't care any less. Yeah, it was, it was uh, you know, it's yeah. brutal. I love Booker T. I, I feel bad like ragging on him, but yeah, that's why it was Vic for me. Um, yeah, there's yeah. a good point here, too, Justin. Not that yeah. uh, Morrow was the end all be all because it just wasn't. It was, I mean, Morrow, to be honest, is similar to Booker T. It wasn't everybody's cup of tea, but yeah. I love them for what it was during the Absolutely. black and gold. Uh, era of NXT. Let's get to my pick. And this was later in the year. So I didn't really know if I wanted to pick him, but uh, I had to just because it's just a different thing when it comes to a non-wrestler. You could have picked Paul Heyman. You could have picked, you know, uh, a Michael Cole or Nick Aldis or um, what's his face? We should have, one of us should have picked Aldis, friend of the channel. War Games. What the hell is his name? Regal. No, no, no. Um, Oh, uh, Pierce. Pierce, yeah, you could you could pick someone like that or Titus O'Neil. I mean, I went down the list. I checked it twice. Ho ho ho! I went with uh, Nana just because it's a, it's a good vibe and the story with uh, with Swerve too, and just all how that happened. And it's just oh, yeah, that's what you want. And it's just like a nice part of an AEW AEW shows where he's coming out. And he's just like you know, jiving and moving and just Absolutely. dancing. It's just, it's a good vibe. And uh, I love Swerve. And of course, I, I just, I don't know, non-wrestler, it's, it, it can be difficult looking down the list, like I said, but I mean, you had him on your list too. It's just, That's, even what, even say. what, even what Justin said, it's just a good vibe. You know, if you ain't exactly. vibing, you know, 
it's he was literally these 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 two that are here were literally the only two I had on my list for non wrestler. Yeah. Um, Anyone else? And I the only one that no, they're, that's what I'm saying. Literally yeah. the only two I had because the I was. And like I, I actually had Nana first, and then I was like, I should, I should come with a backup because, I, like I said, I didn't want us to yeah. have two. I didn't want either one of us scramble him, and so I just leaned toward Vic anyway because I thought about it more. And I, I love NXT. NXT is probably like the one of the only shows that I'll consistently try to watch on a weekly basis. Yeah, I'm trying to keep up with it on a weekly basis, um, just because of like it. the non, the nonsense. The, I love the, all the nonsense in it. There's good in ring action, and it's just nonsense yeah. storylines. But Nana getting off track there um nana was like the first pick for me because like he's i don't i don't i don't say this to take anything away from swerve but like nana as part of the entrance is like a a huge factor in why swerve is so over yep you know a lot of it so much more of it is on swerve and his promos and his in-ring everything like that way absolutely i am not taking anything away from any piece of that but you know yeah. You hear that? You you hear the Who's House, and you can immediately start going to the crowd, and everyone's already starting with the, yep, dancing. You yeah. know, they're going for it. Yeah, the Nana dance. You know, and yeah. he's just he's the man. He's a great he's a great manager right now. He does what he needs to do. He gets the crowd hype for his man. Runs interference and stuff. I was like, and I think that's part of like why it was like these two were the only ones I had because like I was even trying to think of managers. I kind of skipped over the Wise Man because like I'm yeah. He I could mean, be in every year. It, I contradict myself later on with stuff, but like I'm kind of getting a little bit over the tribal chief, everything. Yep. Heyman's always there. It's kind of getting like formulaic a little bit. And like outside of that, I was like struggling to think of like any managers really that like add any yeah. kind of real value to anything. Um yeah, I, I I thought I was teasing the idea of Roddy Strong, but like oh yeah, he's wrestled, so like he's not a non wrestler. But his yeah. whole thing, the Adam and all that was, you know. Yeah. But yeah. yeah, these are the two. This is this is it. These were the two for me. Did I you have anybody else in mind? No, you were saying I, mean, Cole I rattled off a few. Yeah, Cole just because he's so underrated. Absolutely. Um, Pierce, I, I really can't think of anyone. I can't think of like, can't be like a you know maybe a Tony Khan, but still he didn't move the needle for yeah. me as a non wrestler. You know. Yeah. You could say Taz. Maybe he's fun at some points, but Taz is fun. Yeah, yeah. that's he would have been a good one too. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah, I think it's these two, and that was that was that. Yeah, let's do it, buddy. Let's get to the next award. Here we go. Indeed. Promo of the year. This oh, yeah. was a tough one for me because there were so many good ones. Obviously, there Cody was. Rhodes is going to take the the lead with most promos, um, just because it was part of you know finishing the story and all that and. Leading up to WrestleMania, his uh, promo with uh, Reigns, they had a few good ones. But uh, I'll let you go first here. This is a good one. Let's talk about it, buddy. So, yeah, I was I was between two different ones that were Roman and Cody. And both of them were the ones that involved Roman kind of getting it over on Cody. Um, so the first, my, the first choice, the first one I thought of was the... Um, you know, you had, to, you had to run away and start your own company. And you couldn't get over there, so you came running back to here. It's like oof, but then like in trying to like find just like refresh memory on promos this year because like you said there was a ton yeah of really good ones. I feel bad not like mentioning some of the Eddie Kingston ones that were great and yeah you know my favorite guys all the time with those things. But um yeah, I found the clip of like this particular one from this SmackDown on March was March third twenty uh, March third of this year yeah uh, and it's the one where it start from the start of it they're both in the ring Roman's by himself. 
and he steals Cody's line to start and just goes, so what do you want to talk about? Yeah. Like real snide to him. And then they kind of start the little back and forth or whatever. And then Roman goes off talking about how like, he like he starts talking. He talks about Dusty, and then he's like, "I'm not going to cut him down. I have way too much respect for that guy. I love him. I yeah. spent a lot of time with him. He told me about all this that I'm in now, main event and WrestleMania, holding yep. the titles, all this." But he's like, "You know what? You know what he said about you? Nothing. He didn't say anything about you. And like, I'm the son that he wanted. Like, just it was. It's yeah. Person like, rewatching it, it was just the best because like it was so." It was like so personal without like attacking the family part of it. You know what I mean? Like it's, yeah. there's a lot of we we see it all the time. You know, I talk all the time about how much I love Christian Cage just being like, "Hey, your dad's dead." Boom! Yeah. Bow, bow, bow. <laughs> you yep. know? Yep. And like he does it great with that, but like this was such a good. It was such a good like heel just digging and just being like, yeah, mad, mad respect for your dad, all the respect in the world. But let me tell you, he didn't even like you. Yeah, he liked me. <laughs> way better and it's like oh christ yeah. <laughs> like jesus i wish you would have just made fun of him so i could beat your ass over it but like shit that has nothing to do with me Fuck. yeah oh. yeah it's good yeah. man it's good when it gets personal right. and it makes yeah. sense you know it makes sense just like timmy king what's up buddy thanks oh. for tuning in brother oh, man. yeah that whole it's just it was just a fun ride i mean just the whole back and forth roman yeah. actually stepping up and performing well on the mic i mean he is good but back in the day man he was bad and going one-on-one -on -one with cody it's tough because cody really means what he says and it's it's really interesting when it gets personal and you always know that they bring up uh dusty so when when he brings up when anyone i mean i i don't know how many different promos dusty's been in when uh, they're battling Cody, but uh, Roman Reigns did it pretty well here. And it made sense to do that just because of what he had with Dusty in NXT. But I'm going to get to mine. And I do mention Hagman and Swerve, but I don't think Swerve said one word in this promo. It was on, uh, it was in uh, November of this year. And it was uh, before the Texas death match for uh, AEW. It was on AEW Dynamite. And this was another personal um i would say back and forth but it was just pretty it was hangman but what he was saying was just you know you don't see that you don't hear that often and what we got was uh page ripping into swerve talking about swerve's kids talking about how uh the fiance left him and uh saying that prince uh nana uh is just using him and he just buys the weed remember that off the corner or something um, hangman yeah, just man. really really went into swerve and again i'm not all about personal but this this hit home he even talked about swerve getting fired from the wwe just really really going into it and then uh i think it was maybe a month or two before uh swerve had his chance to go at it with uh hangman and he went yeah. in on hangman as well but the reason i picked this one is because this, I don't know, just like reset Hangman after the everything with Punk, everything with totally. the Bucks, and it was just like a breath of fresh air. And uh, again, do I really like when they talk personal? If it makes sense. It made sense with Cody. It made sense now with Christian. And it made sense with uh, Hangman and Swerve. And they put up. I mean, that match, the Texas death math match, pr probably wasn't for everyone. But for me, it was, um, I don't know. I liked it. I thought it yeah. 
ended the uh, the feud well. Um, what do you got here? What do you think? I uh, no, I mean they were they were other ones I was looking at as any a couple of the the just hangman and hangman and swerve kind of yeah. back and forth. I we we talked about it a little bit originally, but we ended up taking it off the list. But like we when we were talking about having like feud of the year, they they were my feud of the year. Um, you nailed it with saying like this was such a good everything that hangman's done with swerve has been such a good. It is literally a great reset for him. Yeah. Because it was like all this nonsense with the the comment that he made about Punk that like didn't even seem that big of a deal, but set everything off and now you know yep. set the whole literally set the chain off that you know it was the catalyst to it all, like just all the nonsense and like yeah brought us where we are here now, which is everyone's got their own opinion there. Yeah, uh, but it was just they these two have just I, I've loved it. I, they I've loved it, I, and it's yeah. they they do it just they click really well. And like I like that it's like I love that like their whole everything is just like it's like ramped up to getting personal now. You know, like like you were just saying, for as much as you might not like like things getting personal all the time and stuff, this like didn't it didn't start that way. No. Like it just started out as like any other kind of like feud would start out of just like, oh, I'm bad, you're good. And then like they had their matches and they just kept getting yeah. A little more intense. And then in between it, you know, Swerve breaks in the hangman's house and like puts a Swerve shirt on his infant oh, son. Yeah. And, yeah, you know, like it's just like yep. it just kind of like crept and crept. And then like we got to this point that like when it gets to yeah, where it gets to in that death match, you're just like, yeah, yeah. Like I, I might sense. not enjoy what this I did. I'm not saying I didn't because I'm with yeah. you. I enjoyed the hell out of that match. But like I might not enjoy what this match is doing. Like I might not enjoy the things that I'm watching happen in this, but I totally get why we're here with all of this this oh this makes so much sense that we're doing these things that they're doing these things to each other and all yeah yeah just amazing i think the what i reference uh he said that nana uses swerve to sell merch and then uses that money to buy weed in the parking lot hangman then hilariously said after he beats swerve he's going to beat up nana and steal his weed you know that's that's funny, you know. He exactly. does he does get serious and he says kid his Swerve's kids won't speak to him uh, how his fiance left him, how he was fired from uh the WWE. Like that that hits that hits home and like you said, what they did it was maybe similar to Triple H and Randy back in the day where they went to each other's house. Was that Randy and Trips or was that Edge and Randy. No, but uh, but well, no, it was both. Randy and it was Randy and Triple H. Triple H went to Randy's house, and then there was okay. yeah. Edge and Cena, where See, Edge went to yeah, Cena's house Cena's and was dad. messing with yep. his dad. Yep, yep, yeah. Um, again, there's a lot you could talk about. I mean, Brian Danielson had a per- a few good ones. Obviously, you know, the oh, yeah. storyline with Cody trying to finish the storyline for his dad. You know, there's going to be good promos there. I can't think of any off the top of my head other than, um, you know, Cody and Roman. Um, I think really that's it. I mean, we can go back. Or we can Google it, or Justin, you could tell us, or anyone watching, <laughs> what your favorite promos were. But I had, I, I had one. Yeah, there was, uh, it was, it was one of the first ones that Eddie Kingston cut on Claudio when Claudio was back, where he drops the line. I had to look it back up again. He drops the line, "You ain't ready for the misery," and it's one of the first ones where he like just he just loses a match and he comes back for them to interview him, and he's pissed and he's just like, "What do you want me to say? What do you even want me to say?" 
Yeah. Um, the only reason to really go with that is because like I, I I could just I could lay all the praise in the world on Eddie Kingston all the yeah. time. Yeah. And quite frankly, like it was a great promo, but like there wasn't a lot really else yeah. surrounding what, what Eddie did the exactly. rest of this year. So like I was kind of yeah. like, eh, that seems like it's just gonna be blowing Eddie Kingston for the sake of blowing Eddie Kingston. So yeah. I went Cody and Reigns because they and like I said, they had a bunch. They had a, a more than a few. Yeah. I was looking at a couple of LA Knight promos too, but like it was the same thing that it's just like Yeah. And uh, it was too recent, you know. He's had a, he's had a banger yeah. year. Yeah. And it's yeah. more it's more my favorite one. What it really came down to is my favorite LA Knight kind of moment for the year. Not that there's a category for that, but like my favorite moment of the year wasn't even a promo he cut. It was just when they were doing the contract signing and Roman's oh, coming yeah. Slow doing his whole thing and then just burn in and he just walks right past zero respect sits at the head of the table just like hey acknowledge me i'm at the head just disrespect not even a yep. problem just so i was like yeah that really counts so i couldn't go there but yeah yeah well let's do it buddy you brought it up let's get to the next uh yeah, yeah. award here we go Dun, dun, dun. Moment of the year. Um, I picture a guy. I mean, yes, this is um, this is it when it comes to moments. We've been waiting for this moment for a long time. And when it happened, it felt so good. I mean, it was the biggest pops I've heard in a long time. I mean, this is this is how a storyline and it's still going on. And, you know, maybe this could have been the end of the storyline. I, I don't know. Maybe, you know, hindsight's 2020. We'll go back in a few years and see, you know, how long this storyline went on. And if, you know, you, you hinted at it, maybe it's getting a little, um, you know, old. But this, speaking of old, the, the opposite, this was it. This was the high. Oh, yeah. Was everything. And you just knew it, but you didn't know if it would happen. You didn't know if Sammy would cross that line, and he did. And just Sammy selling it, Sammy just, you know, creeping in the back, looking at Jimmy, looking at Jay, like, should I do this? Uh, Roman Reigns just egging him on, and you knew it. Like, you, as a fan, you're like, you know, I'm a podcaster. I watch wrestling for over 20 years. I know this is going to happen. Yeah. And you're like, you know what, I – don't know this is going to happen. Those are the moments that uh, you live for. This is, you know, one of the moments, you know, I, I talk about Rick. I'm sorry. I love you at WrestleMania. HBK oh, yeah. putting down old Yeller. That's one of my, you know, favorite moments of uh, as a wrestling fan. But this is up there, too. That might be 1A. This might be 1B. This is just, I don't know, the end all to be all when it comes to a storyline, when it comes to a moment. You know, Sammy makes great moments. You know, you you talk about it often. The jackass match was absolutely horrible, but he did what you needed, did what to, he do. needed to do. Yep. And it was entertaining for that reason and for Sammy only. And he did it here too. I mean, just fucking icing on the cake. I mean, this yeah. is beautiful. I want you to talk about this because I know this had to be 1A, 1B, 1C for you. Um, let's hear it. You have to know this was on my list. Yeah, uh, this was on there. Uh, the promo that he cuts in Montreal before elimination. Oh my god! Is also yep. on my list for promo of the year. I forgot about that I one. I forgot. Until we this one back yeah. up. Yeah, when he says whatever he says to him in French, basically yep. saying like I'm going to kick your ass. Um, yeah, this was this yeah. for me is where everything bloodline related peaked. Peaked. Yep. Um, I don't know that it should have ended there as much as I would love a yeah. one side run for Sami Zayn, and I do think he absolutely one trillion percent deserves it. 
Um, yeah. Elimination Chamber is not the place for someone to dethrone Roman. Yeah. Uh, like you need a big, uh, you need a WrestleMania for that. So it wasn't going to happen there, but yeah. Oh my God. If it had happened, I don't even know what I would have done. Like I, yeah. like I, my, I, my head would have literally exploded. It was Elimination Chamber, uh, okay. which was. Sammy turns April. on. Oh no, the term. No, it was Rumble. The term was right? the Rumble. Yeah, the yeah. term was the Rumble. But he fought. He fought Roman. Oh yeah, yeah, Chamber. yeah. Yep. Um, yeah, this was beautiful. But yeah, it was just it was it was the right time for it. It was the right oh, the yeah. right everything else for it. And like you said, it was so good because it was like you weren't you weren't like positive that he that like Sammy was going to do it. Like you were pretty sure. Yeah. But like you weren't really positive because like it, I was also in the in the idea of with war games, not you know what two months beforehand, um when Sammy. He punches KO in the dick to win to end the yeah. to end war games, and I'm like, I don't think he's gonna. He might not do it. Like he's gonna he's gonna stick with his guy. It's gonna you know yeah. this, this is where we start Sammy and KO against the bloodline, and then we didn't. And I was like, oh, so like when it got to this, I'm like, I don't know. He's really laying into him. Yeah, maybe he's gonna say he 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 could still. He's probably gonna, but like if he didn't, it wouldn't have been like, a, oh man, I can't believe that he didn't. Like it would yeah. have just been like, yeah. He's falling in line. He knows what he's doing here, you know. Yeah. Um, What's up, Maddie? What's going on, brother? Uh, so yeah, like it was, it was a total, it was a total moment. I mean, it yeah. was definitely. And when he does finally swing it, and like the way that it, the way that like Roman does the fall, just like he did yeah. when, when Seth turned on him in the Shield, and it was yep. just like ah, yeah, yes. And the 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 one of the best parts of it for me is swings it. Roman goes down, and the first thing Sammy does is look at Jay and be like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Doesn't apologize yeah. to Roman. Anybody else, it's only his oos. It's his, who's, you know, it's his yeah. guy. He's just, his I'm boy. sorry. Yeah. You trusted me. I'm sorry. Yeah. Kid, you know, I, <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Real good. Yeah. You know, we, we got a lot of good moments in 2023, and Sammy was, you know, a handful. You know, uh, he was part of a lot of them uh, winning the title with uh, KO, the tag team. But at the end of the day, I mean, uh, 2023, there's no bigger moment than Sammy turning on Roman Reigns. There's no bigger feud. There's no bigger faction than the bloodline in 2023. There's no bigger storyline, Keith, in 2023 yeah. than the bloodline. And sure. having the bloodline crumble like they did under Sami Zayn, him taking over and showing, you know, the bloodline, like, I, I don't need you. I'm going to win the tag team titles with my best friend and I'm going to, you know, carry them for a little bit. It wasn't a great run, but, you know, that's it wasn't about, you know, the run. It was more about the moment of KO and Sami exactly. in the, the tag team titles. There's no bigger moment um, until your guy steps into the picture. Let's hear it. Let's talk about it because you know, oh, you know it. this this is big. You know, as much yeah. as Bloodline was big, he's up there. Let's hear it. Yeah, well, it's it's my as you can see, my moment was Gunther Brick and Honky Tonks IC title reign record. Um, it's something that I wanted from like the minute that they first mentioned, like, hey, Gunther's had the title for like a year now. I was like, oh man, he's gotta he's gotta break the freaking Honky Tonk man's record. Yeah, you know, um. And I'm sure everyone who's kind of watching is wrestling fans enough. But, like, for anyone who doesn't know, like, Honky Tonk Man was never even supposed to win the IC title that night. Yeah. Let alone have it for as long as he did. He wasn't even – he was never supposed to even win it to begin with. He wasn't supposed to be in that match. It was supposed to be – what's his face? Butch Reed, 
who no showed. So like, oh, you go out and you'll you'll win it. And then he did. And then just through all this shenanigans and nonsense, yeah, he kept it and suddenly had this re- this record shattering, this record setting run. And it's like, bro, the Elvis impersonator has this for yeah. how long was it too? I mean, Warrior beat him in like what eighty six. Like that record stood for thirty some years. That's nuts, man. No, that can't happen. So once they started talking about it, I was like, they have to make him do it. And they finally did, and it was just everything for me. Yeah, how many times on how many streams were we talking about where I'm just like, he's gotta do it, he's gotta yeah. break hockey talk, man. He's not losing it until then, he's gotta break the record. Yeah. So he did it, and that was it was just so big for me for it. Yeah. Um, and he's getting to be, I saw a thing just today, funnily enough, talking about all this. I saw a thing just today that he's like I think it's 54 days from like having the longest, even like cumulative like reigns. Like his one run will be the longest full blown intercontinental reign ever. More than like Pedro Morales had like two runs that equaled to be like 600 and something. And Gunther's only like 50 some days away from it. 54. He's really close to the eclipse and Miz's eight combined runs just with this one. Amazing. Yeah, uh, I don't. I don't say deserve a lot, but this guy deserves it. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. I, I hate he's saying putting, that word. Yeah. He's the he, but he's the prime example of someone who put the work in for it. Yeah. You know, there's like the story that like floated around like when he first got caught up in the main roster, he was still a little on the pudgier ish side. Yep. Don't tell him I called him pudgy. I don't want him to slap my face off. Yeah. Jesus, he'll take my head off in one shot. But like, he was a little like on the out of shape side of things when he first came up. He had like the the segment with our truth. Being a cab, what was it? Uh, Uncle Sam. Yeah. And Vince was like, I don't, this guy, I don't think this guy gets it. Like, I don't, I don't know what it is. Like Vince wasn't on board and Triple H was like, Shh, just, just yeah. let it be. Yep. And then that's when Gunther put the work in. He looks like he does now. Look at this friggin' stud down here. Yeah. And just, he just makes it. And like yeah. the craziest thing is he's like one of the few people that like, he's might've lost like some of the girth that he had, but like yeah. nothing about his power moves looks any less believable now. Like when he throws one of those chops, you're still just like, oh, just yeah. it hurts you when he throws it. And it's yeah. he's just the man. It's well deserved. It's absolutely yeah. deserved. I think uh, the this award is like the MVP. You know, like yeah. when it when it comes to uh, wrestling, it's all about the moments. I mean, how many times have we said that? You know, yes, uh, you know, submission matches are cool, and you know, uh, uh, you know, someone going over that night and winning the title maybe for the first time—that's really cool. But the moments are there. Yeah. You know, the moments that are not part of wrestling. I mean, I saw uh, some tweet. Uh, I think it was last week, and they did the percentage of wrestling during uh, a wrestling show, and it was just like. 56% for uh, Monday Night Raw, and it's like 50, or maybe it was lower than that. I don't know, but it's just like, it just shows you like uh, the entertainment aspect of professional wrestling is what sells it. And yeah. for me, you know, Sammy, you know, turning on Roman Reigns sold it. Um, let's get to the next one. Totally. Here we go, buddy. Yes, sir. Match of the year. And you know what? A lot of good matches in 2023. But if Dan or Brian Danielson is not on your list, then, um, you know, you don't know what you're doing then. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, It's just it's just uh, for me, Brian Danielson. This run has been really fun for, you know, from a fan's perspective, from his perspective. um, I, I. 
I think he's really doing a lot of damage to his body. Uh, again, it's entertainment yeah. at its finest, and he's one of the best to lace up the boots in the world of professional wrestling, entertainment-wise. And, of course, we know it in ring. He is uh, up there with um, the greats. Um, this year was uh, phenomenal for uh, Daniel or Brian Danielson. Um, I'm going to go first. MJF and Brian Danielson go one-on-one at AEW Revolution. As much as I, I knew MJF would be where he is right now, um, I just, you just know it, you know, you know what he has, you know, you know, he's part of AEW's, uh, you know, building block. He's one of the, the, uh, what do they Four call pillars. it? Pillars. That's it. One of the pillars of AEW. You knew it was coming. He just, you know, he had to take his time, but to yeah. do this with Brian Danielson, uh, no way. If you told me two, three, five years ago, he would have an amazing match with Brian Danielson. I would have said, Keith, that's. That's incorrect. I, I don't see that at all. But he put up, man. He put up not only on the mic, but in the ring with Brian Danielson, who's, again, one of the best to ever lace up the boots. And that is a fact. That is a fact. Anyone watching this, the Absolutely. millions yeah. and millions watching uh, our award show would say the same thing. Um, but as much as it was impressive, excuse me. <coughs> Uh, back to the program. As impressive <laughs> it was for um, for MJF to lace up the boots and uh, go one on one with Danielson and make it believable. Having Danielson there helping MJF as much as uh, you know MJF didn't need it. You know that's what you do. That's what a dance partner does. You get someone else over, and yeah. they both just they made magic that night, man. They did. As corny as that sounds, it was just like. Oh my God, MGF is a good wrestler. He really is. That's what made it uh, the match of the year for me. It might be like a corny thing to say that, but like it's also not like an exaggeration, you know? Because like you you nailed it before, where it's just like you, you know you think, talk about yeah. you talk about like a year ago, like you talk about before MJF like won the title, and like if you told somebody at that time, just knowing what MJF was and the matches that he had had and everything leading up to that. No one's ever going to take anything away from his talking. No one can ever really take anything no. away from MJF's wrestling ability either. But the way that he was booked and the way he was wrestling his matches and stuff before he like won the title and everything, if you told somebody at that point, just like, oh, you know, like within a short amount of time here, him and Brian Danielson are going to have a, like a phenomenal match at a pay-per-view. You'd be like, yeah, get out okay, whatever. We'll see. Yep. You know, you might believe it, but like you're probably not gonna. You'd be like, whatever, we'll see. You know, I don't, I don't yeah, he do, or or the excuse is he doesn't need to put on a good match. You know, right? Like he, he doesn't need because he because yep. he talk he can talk it. But yep. he, but they just it was it was great. Like yeah. the fact that it was like it wasn't. Uh, yeah, I I don't even like I I'm like having I'm like struggling with words for it because it was just it's like tough, even yeah. you, this was the Iron Man match. Correct? I'm not wrong in that. Oh God, you're asking me. Was this the Iron Man match with them at Revolution? I think and, so, just because. Yeah, because. So oh, I think yeah, because it's like, it's, no way he can do that. That's what I mean. Like I'll it was check. you were you were yeah. you were counting them out to begin with. Even if we're not, even if this one we're talking about wasn't the Iron Man match, which I'm pretty sure this was. But yeah. either way, like you're you're counting them out beforehand, and then like he like it wasn't even like a like he goes up first, like two fall. He goes up like two nothing over Danielson. And you're like, whoa, wait a minute. Like, yeah. 
is he going to just like sweep him here? And then Danielson gets the two back like right away. And then he goes up one and then Danielson gets it back right away. And then they go to the sudden death for it. Like just wild. I'm actually, the more that I'm talking about, I don't know that this was the, the Iron Man, but just the, the, even that is like more of a testament of just like the fact that like they've had more than just one amazing match this year. Like it's, it really is all about the dance partner. And like, again, not yeah, that this was 60 this was minute the Iron, Iron Man. Man match. Yep. And they go a- to sudden death. He wins four to three. AEW rev, uh, right. uh, four to three in sudden death overtime. So yeah, like that's what I'm saying. Like it was just like this whole thing that like, yeah, yeah. he went up two first and then Danielson had to like fight back to get it. And then they tie and then, yep. or it's a tie. So he doesn't lose. And then it's like, no, we're going sudden death. And like, you think for a second, it's going to be like, He's not gonna, MJF's not gonna go sudden. No way. Yeah. On his side, he's like, no, I'll I'll take the tie and I keep my friggin' title. Get out of here. Yep. I gotta prove this. But instead, he's like, you're on. You're yeah. on. I got you. And he does. And he wins it. Yep. And, yeah. This like really this proved like MJF was like, worth. yeah, the man. Like yep. it, it, it made it like it Woo! was for any for anybody else who was like, I don't think you know anybody who had any kind of thoughts of like. I don't think MJF should be holding the title. It's like, really? Because watch this, because he should. This is why. Well, that's it. And Justin brings up another good point. And he has. Yes, this was. He, yes, yeah, this, this could easily Justin. be one of the greatest, if not the greatest. I'm Iron ready for Man the hate match. when I say this. This Iron Man match was 10,000 times better than Sean and Brett's. Yeah. With the no falls, sudden death overtime, Sean wins. I love yeah. Sean Michaels. I love Bret Hart to some extent. Yeah. This was thousands of times better than that yeah. Iron Man match. Easily. Yeah. Easily. Yeah. I think most people would say the same thing. Uh, Keith, you got another Danielson match. Let's hear it, buddy. Absolutely. So it, it for me, I looked through a couple options for my match of the year here. Um, but to me, when it really came down to it, it was never not going to be Danielson and Zack Sabre Jr. This is a match that any somewhat indie related wrestling fan has wanted from the time that Zack Sabre Jr. has shown up on the scene. Yep. They have, it's there's, there's constantly been a thing of like, Oh man, dream matches. If everyone was in their prime, Brian Danielson, Kurt Angle, Brian Danielson, Zack Sabre Jr. Like people talking about them being so similar and like, you know, it was, it was scary because like a lot of this year. So like spoiler, when we get to that one there, like I had Danielson in consideration for my, male wrestler of the year i didn't pick him but yeah. a big part of that was because he was injured for like a decent chunk of this year like yeah at different times so like when forbidden door happened that's when we thought it was going to happen and it didn't for whatever reason and it was him and okada instead which like hey guess yeah. what else was considered for my match of the year like you know great stuff going on there and it's just like well, maybe maybe we're not going to get yeah, Sabre jr and then they mentioned wrestlers like wrestle dream came up and we're like this is it this has to happen now. You, you had the first chance and you didn't. It's got to be now. And then they did it. And it's just, you know, you talk about like clinics of technical wrestling or like textbook technical wrestling. Like you don't have to have a textbook anymore. You don't have to give anybody a textbook for technical wrestling. Just put this match on and let yeah. them watch what they do. Because that's all that it is. They, it's just, uh, just yep. holds holds reversing into holds into backslides into holds into holds like it's not even that like much of like a punch kick choppy hit a lot match it's a lot of just like you know just 
submissions that you don't even you like you never see and like reversals from those of like you know and then uh and then daniel danielson basically wins with a with a a, a regal plex which is like one of my favorite like never used moves anymore and yeah. like just whips that out of nowhere and then does does that two boost like UDs and boom it's over and then he gives the show a respect and csj's like fuck you we're not done we're yeah. not done old man we're not done and it's like yes oh my god and it's like there was definitely some worry for me going in it's like is brian can brian do this one still is it still gonna live up to the yeah. potential that we wanted it to and it did and then some yeah beautiful just a beautiful beautiful match yeah these are two great matches and two like i don't know heading into both matches it's just like different you know yeah can mjf do it uh yeah he can saber oh yeah this is gonna kick ass let's do it wrestle dream let's let's invent a pay-per-view for these two guys you know that's it's literally yeah it's literally like mjf danielson iron man can MJF do this? Like, can MJF do it and make this a good match? Yeah. Danielson, Zack Sabre Jr., it's like, can this match live up to the expectations that I'm setting? Yep. Because they're high. You said it. And yep. in both Perfectly. cases, yep. they both, they nailed it. It's just, they both got smashed yeah. out of the park. Yep. Yeah. Awesome. Buddy, we got two more awards to hand out. Let's get to the next one. Here we go. There we go. Mine or uh, my female is certainly a reach here, but uh, let's get to uh, your male wrestler of the year. Let's hear it, buddy. So it was tough. I, I was back and forth. Um, just kind of said it. I thought about Danielson a little bit. He was hurt for a little while. Yeah. Um, thought about MJF, uh, but he's kind of gotten a little wrapped up in a little bit too much stuff for me right now. So like he was, yeah. I got taken off for me. Sammy's had a great year. Roman, <laughs> you can always put in the conversation of this. Yeah. Um, of course, LA night. Yeah. Yeah. Was considered for his just absolute rise to superstardom out of nowhere. But I, you know, he had the moment of the year. He's had multiple moments of the year for me. It's yeah. during general. I mean, it's Gunther. Yeah. Um, aside from just the whole moment of him, shattering at this point the honky tonk record um going for shattering any kind of amount of reign of an intercontinental champion like he's literally just like you know for all the work the miz did of trying to make the intercontinental title relevant again like gunther's done it it is it's a prize now for people yeah um amazing matches for that title uh the the triple uh what's called the the three-way mania with, yeah, with, Sheamus, yeah, and, Drew, Sheamus yeah. and Drew him him You're starting and Drew to sound like and, me bud I know I <laughs> I was like thinking three-way dance and I was like that's ECW they don't do that anywhere else and then I was like triple threat was also a stable in ECW was that yeah. a, whatever but so the triple yeah the triple threat of you know uh, Gunther Sheamus Drew Jesus Christ could easily be a match of the everything contender for history like that's a historic ass match um Gunther, Gunther Drew, Gunther Sheamus on their own, banger, banger, banger. The the three matches he had with Gable, where I thought Gable was going to actually do it, he hadn't broken the record yet, so I was like glad that Gable didn't. But I was yeah. like, this could happen. Gable really nutted up there, amazing. Um, and then like for me, what it came down to was like all of these amazing like in ring these matches he's having. He's just banger, 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 banger. 
And then like in the midst of all that, there's like still this really interesting story going on of like what's going on with Imperium where like he's, uh, you know, he's chopping Kaiser around being like, you're not doing this right as he brought Vinci back up. Now Vinci's the one the Kaiser's got to watch. And Kaiser's like, there's this whole like everything that's lurking around in the back that he's just pulling the strings and yeah. still just being the, gen- the the ring general and the champion and everything. And you're just like, what is, what's it going to be, you know? Yeah. So it's it had to be him. I love it. He's my guy. Always yeah. has been. You know what? Uh, to be to be the wrestler of the year, you got to do something big. And I think both of these guys, Seth Rollins and Gunther, have done it. And I think the reason why I say that is Gunther, when he does lose, whoever beats him for that title, it's it's going to be a huge moment for one reason only, because Gunther made that title title excuse me relevant you know Mm -hmm. and that's what you want you want a gable to finally beat gunther and it's like wow you know strap the strap the rocket to the back i mean that's that's what that's what's going to happen it doesn't it could be at a a backlash it doesn't have to be at a wrestlemania right for that person to go over and beat gunther and the same thing goes for seth i mean whoever beats seth it's going to be like wow you know, that mm-hmm. that is incredible. And the reason why I have Seth as my number one, I mean, you could say MJF, you could say Gunther. Obviously, Roman Reigns has uh, had a really good year. But, you know, 2023, he probably missed the most, you know, shows yeah. of his career. I mean, yeah. for, you know, yeah. good reasons and for bad reasons. But for me, it's just Seth is a workhorse. You know, Seth is yeah, right, right now. As we are speaking, he's hurt. You know, his back is still giving him a lot of issues. Um, He's waited, too. He's waited forever, forever to get a title because of Roman Reigns, because of Cody, because of Vince, because of a a lot. You know, he's waited his turn. He had matches with Logan Paul. What? At WrestleMania? He did that. He had matches with Cesaro. Why? Because he wanted to put over Cesaro. You know, this is is the guy at the end of the, the day, the workhorse, the guy to be your champion. I mean, he's not going to go on radio. He's not going to go on morning shows. That's just not what Seth does, you know, and that's okay. But as a wrestling fan, He's our guy. You know, Gunther is our guy. Seth is our guy. And, you know, he did whatever he needed to do to get to this position. And, you know, the the title's new and you could go back and forth. Well, uh, they made a title for Seth. No, 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 no. Seth earned that title. And that's why he is the uh the champion and it's just the company and seth was the right man to wear it exactly exactly he's my guy i mean you could go roman gunther easily 1a Mm -hmm. 1b 1c i mean they're all great choices but seth you know just to see him you know get and again i hate saying this word word but getting what he deserves this is it man this is what it's all about and he's you know you agreed, you know, when I first said it, workhorse. That's what he is, yeah, you know. That's totally. what he is, you know. He is he is that he is that workhorse, yeah. that Mr. Perfect almost of like this generation. Like he's he's the guy you can like he doesn't look out of place anywhere that you put him. Like he's not you know, having having him in Logan Paul, you're like, yeah, okay. Having yeah. him in the <clears throat> he was in the United States Championship uh elimination. Oh team. yeah. That's how that's part of when the Logan feud like started with him and everything. Yeah, it's amazing. The clothes like yeah. he looked good in there, looked great in that match. Um, didn't look out of place in there, didn't look out of place, you know, having 
having a match that probably gave a lot of people like the the look of like Logan Paul is pretty good at this. And it's like, well, yeah, because yeah, we said it earlier, like you're only as good in the match as your dance partner. Yeah. And Logan had a world class answer with him in there. Yeah. And, you know, did it like, yeah, Seth is a is a great call. I didn't mention him in mine because I was yeah. listening to a bunch of other people, but a- absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Seth. He's yeah. Seth has been. Yeah. Once Seth reached the top the first time, he's never had any reason to not be up there. Yeah. Or not be at least believable up in that general area of the top. Yeah. Absolutely. I'm going to be quick with my female wrestler, and then we'll get to uh, the female wrestler you know of the it. year. I think we all know that's the number one. I'm going to do a little stretch here, Keith, and pick Bianca Belair. I mean, you know, kind of like Princess Na- Prince Nana, you know, most of what happened with him happened at the end of the year. With Belair, it was the opposite. It mm-hmm. happened in the beginning of the year, so you kind of forget. But to, uh, to put this uh, not so lightly – she really did a good job. I mean, she was, uh, I don't want to say the workhorse of the women's division, but, you know, every time she faced Asuka, Asuka's going to beat her. She came back and she beat Asuka. I mean, there's so many different feuds with Bianca that you're saying she ain't going to win this, man. It's time. Yeah. Keith, turn her heel. Do something different. And what does she do? She still walks the face, uh, the line that she needs to walk and, uh, you know, kissing babies, signing autographs, doing what Cena did back in the day. Um, Do I agree with you? 110% turn her heel. But as uh, a role model and what she stood for, I mean, to say that she did um, nothing with her title reigns is, uh, is not, it's, it's tough because you, you know you you wanted Becky to win, you wanted Oscar to win, and then at the end of her reign, you're like, okay, you know, she needs to take some time off. But that's what they do. The wrestlers of the year, you know, that's what you do. You right. you work your ass off, and then you take some time off, and that's what she's doing. Is it a stretch? Yes. I, 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 Rhea is obviously my number one, <laughs> and uh, I, I just I don't know. I love Bianca. I think turning her heel. Well, would help her, but um, what she did in the beginning of the year is just uh, something you don't get to see, and it's it's something you wanted to see too. You know, you totally. wanted to see Bianca do what she did in the the beginning of 2023, but uh, it's a stretch. I'm going to shut up. I want to be short and sweet. Rhea is the number one. I'm with you, Keith. Take it away, brother. It was. I mean, it was. I had I had two other names on my list for for uh, for women of the year. It's good, Braden. A Graydon, sorry. And, uh, but yeah, I, I had I had two other women on my list that I'll I'll get back to them later. But it was never it was never yeah, it's no competition. Mommy. I mean, it was yeah. never not gonna be mommy. Uh and it's I I will be the first one to say her title reign hasn't been the most exciting thing. Um, it's almost like the title has been like secondary to anything else that she does. Yeah. But it's also she's still everything that she has been doing and everything that everything storyline wise she's involved in and everything else she does, she's still that world beater, you know. Like part of the reason why it's like part for me anyway. Part of the reason why I think that like her title ring hasn't necessarily been like the most exciting thing is it's because like there's no one that's like on her level, in my opinion. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like whatever has happened now, but like earlier in the year, like. No, Liv Morgan's not beating her no. for the title. 
You know, neither is, uh, I'm trying to think of other ones, neither is Zoe Stark. Zoe Stark's yeah. great, but like Zoe Stark was never beating her at Crown Jewel. There was never even oh, yeah, a thought crossed my mind of that happening. That was never happening where she's yeah. going to, you know. Um, Naya. Naya yeah. could, uh, that still needs to be built up more and they're still working on that and all. And that, we're going to get somewhere with that one. That's fine. But like, just, you know. Yeah. Zelina was never beating her even in oh Puerto Rico. You know, yeah. that was never happening. Like she's just they 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 finally got it where they have they have good stories going for her while booking her like she was booked in NXT of just yeah. being like, Nope, nope, I am slightly taller than everyone else in this division. I'm gonna kill all of you. And she does. And especially like it's great when she does get to have like those Zelina matches because she pins Zelina and it looks like she folds Zelina into like yeah. A square because of how much bigger and more dominant oh. she is than Zelina. It, oh. yeah. And then, yeah. And then there's just that whole piece of it, too, of just the whole, you know, the Puerto Rican watch the, flag. Watch Woo! the, watch the, you know, watch the clip of, of Rhea signing the autograph and then she licks the paper. And yeah. it's like some dude bought that for like $600. And no one, when that happened, there was very few men that were like, that's crazy. Like I heard yeah. that and I'm like, I'm surprised it wasn't like an even grand. Honestly, I'm surprised. Yeah. I'm not saying I would have had that disposable income to do that. Um, even if I did, I wouldn't have done that because that's a hard thing to try to explain to your significant other. But like, it wasn't like a thing that I was like, "Oh, that's weird." It was like, yeah, "Sounds sounds about right." Yep. Um, yeah, Justin gets it. She's just she just had the year. She's been yeah. she's had everything. I forgot about her getting the win back for, over Charlotte at Mania fantastic yep. that was where Huge. it needed to start yeah. that's where it needed to be that's where we needed everything to be that was fantastic just all of it and even now like even as we speak this last like week or so of like you know dom lost the the north american title she's not very happy with him now no nope. is she the leader of the judgment day she's trying to say damien is but he's not really and she totally is and we've been saying that but like now yeah. she's like no i am the goddamn leader it's like yes you are yeah Yes, you are, buddy. Yeah, we'll yes, just, she is. No one can touch her. The only other two I had on my list, like again, they just were never taking uh, Rhea over. Tony Storm. Uh, yeah. Once the timeless stuff started, shut it down. She's no one can touch her, in my opinion. In AEW, Tony is the top of AEW, uh, and then also like as a sleeper pick, Masha Slamovich. Uh, Masha yeah. Slamovich like just had a very sleeper, awesome year, putting on some great matches in. Impact yeah. uh, also won the GCW title from friggin' Nick Gage, like Jesus Christ, and then defended it against him too in just some horrific GCW matches. Yeah, easily could have been up there too. But in terms of the stock of it all, popularity. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, there's no, there's nothing. I mean, you can go to New Japan. You can mention somebody from Impact. You could say someone from, you know. Uh, AEW, but at the end of the day, it's Rhea, and it's Rhea. I mean, oh, yeah. come on. Facts are facts. Keith, let's get to the most important word of the year. <clears throat> let's go, baby. Yes. The I uh, have <laughs> the overlay. But, uh, it's all good. Brother, what do we got here? So it's the prestigious Duder Award. So I had to, this is the main reason I had to go back and watch our stream from last year, because remember what I quantified the Duder Award would be. There uh, we what go. It, what it comes down to is it's the Duder Award is like your, it's almost like the workhorse one. It's the guy that you, 
I think the way I described it in our last year's video was it's the it's like the serious and like the real version of like the insult that Steph tried to throw at the Miz back in the day of just being like, when we need someone to do this, we call the Miz. And it's like I so last year's winner was KO, and it was just like last year it was just like, hey, we need someone to fight Stone Cold at WrestleMania. Boom, Kevin Owens. Oh, we need someone yep. to challenge for the we need someone to challenge Roman Reigns for the Universal Title. Not Boom, once, Kevin but twice, Owens, but three times. Yeah, you know, like we need someone to do this. Boom, it's him. And in keeping that in mind, it's our boy. It's Chad Gable. He's always been this way. This guy got this guy is still employed right now after being Shorty G for X amount of time. They changed his friggin' name to make fun of him. And they gave him this crap, arguably worse gimmick than Stardust. And he embraced it and he crushed it with it. So and that's not even because that's not this year, or whatever. But then talking about just this year, he starts the year as Let's face it, in the beginning of the year, especially Alpha Academy is kind of more or less a comedy tag team that gets some serious wins here or there. Uh, turns around, has a phenomenal trio of matches with Gunther for the Intercontinental title, where, like I said, I was like, this could happen. This could absolutely happen. Um, finishes those up kind of back to being comedy. Then he gets plugged into the whole thing going on with Metaphor in NXT. Goes after the, um, the, the Heritage Cup. Again, it's just this thing where anywhere they plug him in, you believe it. Comedy tag team, he's got it, crushing it. Uh, trying to give Gunther a run for his money, deadlifting the guy, deadlift, deadlift German and Braun Strowman, Gable's your guy. Uh, need to have some believable Heritage Cup challengers for Noam Dar, Chad Gable's your guy every time. And then in the meantime of doing all these serious things they want to put him in, like the next night he can be, you know, he's in the advertisement of what, what was the last, what was the last pay-per-view? Survivor Series. He can be in the Survivor Series in a lounge pushing chips with with Butch yeah. and making Akira Tozawa dance. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, he's working there too. Makes sense. And then if literally the next night they were like, okay, hey, and now that happened, but now tonight uh, he's going to have another rematch with Gunther. And you'd be like, yeah, okay, he can do that. And they had great ones before. They'll do it again. He'll, do it, he'll, run, he'll give Gunther a run for his money again. It's Chad Gable. You yeah. can put him. You can. He's just, he fits. Wherever you need yeah. him to fit, he will fit, and it's beautiful. What are they saying? He's that uh, that knife. He's a Swiss Army knife. Swiss, yeah, Swiss Army knife. Absolutely, you can just he do everything. Just, you can do it all. Comedy in ring on the <clears> mic. <throat> need to re, you know, reinvent yourself. Boom, he can do it. Need to get someone over in NXT. Boom, he can do it. I mean, I mean, the stature. He's a small guy, but what he does, I mean, it's believable. One on one with Gunther that he could beat him. Exactly. You know? And that's and it's 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 the best because it's like believable stuff. It's believable when he's in there with someone bigger than him. But yeah. on top of that, like it's 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 believable to begin with, but then he like shows you also why it's believable. Like I as I was going on my little rant there, I like remembered that whole thing that also happened this year. Yeah. When he he literally on more than one occasion deadlift German suplexed Braun Strowman. Yeah. A guy who could without too much exaggeration could probably eat. Uh, something the size of Chad Gable. Yeah. Like I could honestly see Braun Strowman being able to sit down and eat like a meal, maybe nothing, no other meals the rest of the day, but to be able to sit down and eat a Chad Gable sized portion yeah. of something yeah. and not feel like horrible after the fact. Yeah. Like Braun Strowman is probably at least two times Chad Gable size. And yeah. he deadlifted, just classed and deadlift German suplexed him with yeah. some hang time for a minute and up here, just holding yeah. this 400 pound man. Boom. Yeah. No, yeah. and there's Justin just said it too. Yeah. He got Bronson Reed up as well, which Jesus yeah. Christ. 
man. Uh, like I just, I, I've said it, I've said it for years ever since Jason Jordan uh, had to, you know, got forced into retirement. Yep. They just, he just needs a good mid card run. I'm glad Gunther is where he is. I mean, he was my moment. He was my man of the year. Yeah. If they had put Gable in the same spot, like if Gunther was, if Gunther never signed with WWE ever, because that was like a thing for a while, they didn't really want to because he didn't want to leave Germany, but he, whatever yeah. he did. That never happened though. And Gable got put into the same slot that Gunther is in now. No one would bat an eye. No one would question it because he's so goddamn legit. And that's why he's the duder. Yeah. At the end of the day, that's what you want out of a professional wrestler. You want someone that you can believe in. You want someone that can go one-on-one with Gunther, with Seth, with uh, – fuck. I mean, oh, geez. John Cena, you can see him go one-on-one with John Cena. I mean, he is – I don't like saying it, but you can compare him to Kurt Angle. He is our Kurt Angle of uh, 2023 and probably Absolutely. the modern era. Um, give us Gable. <laughs> oh, oh God. my God. Timmy. You're not wrong. You're yeah. not wrong, Justin. Yeah. yeah. Um, 2024, real quick. I know we, we've gone a little longer than usual. What do you think? What do you got? What do you want to see? Do you want Gunther to just say, you know, <laughs> here's my title. I'm going. Obviously. Uh, yes, I do want I'm gonna that. I'm going to go chase I, I would, the title. I would like that. I would like him to to, to, to break the, the record for the longest everything ever, be the longest intercontinental reign, cumulatively everything ever. Yeah. Um. And then, yeah, do that storyline that I've wanted since this all started happening. And have yeah. him just be like, I have done all I can with this. Yeah. Um. I'm going to set this down. I won the world title now. So yeah. both of you, you know, clench your buttholes because here I come. Yeah. Um. I want Roman to drop the title. I don't know when. I really, I'm so worried it's not going to be at Mania again. Oh, God. Because uh, like someone... Someone, I, it was recently pointed out by somebody somewhere that, like, as of, I think it's SummerSlam next year, uh, he'll only be like fifty-ish or some odd days out from Eclipse and Hogan's, yeah, like four-year reign or whatever. And I feel like that's something that Triple H might want to wash from the history books. Yeah. So. Yep. Yep. But that yeah. terrifies me because I'm yeah. just I'm kind of getting bored of Roman Reigns matches. Yeah. So yeah. I think for me, 2024, <laughs> that'll be put a, a damper in the end of the year of 2023. But 2024, it seems like there's gonna be a lot of uh goodbyes. I mean, we're seeing it now with Sting, Edge, Randy, Brian Danielson. I mean, the list goes on. There's a lot of guys that are just on their last leg. And I think, you know, A, that could be interesting and also B, it's kind of sad to see that, you know, it, it, you know, there's a lot of guys that we grew up uh, watching and, you know, I mean, Sriracha too, I think she could be, you know, it, it could be her she's, last year. Yeah, there, there's a lot man. there that, um, you know, that's going to be 2024. But I think what you said, I mean, you got Gunther, that's something's going to happen there. Um, Cody, what happens if does he finish the story? Can he finish the story? I mean, there's a lot for 2024, but uh, we went over. We're going, yeah. we're in overtime, brother. <laughs> we got two babies. Let's get out of here. Keith, give the people what they want. How can they find you? You already know I'm on X at Keith of the Ring, uh, Instagram at underscore Keith of the Ring, and I'm on TikTok at Keith of the Ring. Yes, sir. Pretty much the only places I do anything. They, uh, we got uh, a big announcement 
soon in the works. That's right. Uh, we beginning do. of uh, 2024. Um, yes. Hold on tight. Strap mm-hmm. those seatbelts. Um, a lot of cool things happening uh, for the UW pod. Um, let's get to it, buddy. You can find us on Twitter, X at the UW pod, Instagram at UW podcast. Keith, we do have a fancy website, uwpod.com. If you're watching us on Instagram for the first time, thank you so much. Yes. Same thing as X, the UW (coughs) pod. Uh, We love you guys. Happy new year. If you're celebrating anything, happy holidays. Justin, you are the fan of the year. We love you, buddy. Take it easy. Woo! Thank you for listening to another edition of the Universal Wrestling Podcast. Like that blood up Check us out on the web at uwpod.com. You've got mail. Or send us an email. Info at uwpod.com. Universal.